It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast is brought to you by Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy. Are you fatigued? Are you having difficulty with weight? You can't really focus? You feel like something's wrong? You've been to your doctor, he tells you your blood work's normal, but you know something's not right because you're not normal? Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotsi, and I believe that you and really every person needs a doctor who is trained and a staff of professionals who are trained to coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you've got energy, you've got vim and vigor, you've got vitality, you're enthusiastic about life, and you do it without pharmaceutical drugs. Are you fatigued? Are you having difficulty with your weight? Are you not thinking clearly? Are you having health problems and just can't get them explained by your doctor and all he wants to do is mask your symptoms with drugs? Well, I want you to meet Adam Stokowiak. Adam has been a guest at the Hochi Health and Wellness Center since October of 2018. It's been four months now. And uh, I want you to know Adam, and I want you to understand his background, what brought him to the Hochi Health and Wellness Center, and what's transpired since he came. So, Adam, tell us about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Pennsylvania. Did you really? Yes, sir. And how did you? Pittsburgh area. Pittsburgh. Steel City. How did you How did you get your, get your way down here to the Houston area? How long have you been down here? Since 2007. Uh, like anybody who's not from here, I got, got here as quick as I could. Uh, uh, I would say the same thing about your clinic here. I got here as quick as I could as well. I just It took me a long time. Yeah. but. Uh, so you, you moved down here from Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. And you came down here to do what? Uh, how long? What kind of story you want? You want the long version or the short version? Well, just tell us. I'll give you the middle range. There you go. Um, got a good friend of mine who I grew up with, uh, since seventh grade, he was working at second Baptist as a matter right. of fact, as a videographer. And, uh, I was in Canada, believe it or not. So when I was in the military, which is part of my straw share, uh, I met a Canadian and eventually married her and moved to Canada. Whereabouts um, in Canada? Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice area. It lovely is a nice area. area. It's cold up there, but it's a lovely area. And I was, I was living in Canada. Uh, got into the IT business, the information technology business, and uh, and eventually learned how to do web design and web development. And my friend, who I just mentioned that lived here in Houston, Texas, uh, was had me working with him on different projects and realized that I would be a good key asset to a business and asked me if I would join as a partner. And so that led me to be attracted to Houston, obviously. We had some clients here, and I figured, hey, the next logical step with building this business to have a physical presence. So you moved here to Houston back then. Yes. Right. And brought, you, you were married, so you and your wife came down. Do you have any children? At that time, that we were separated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had some trauma in my life. We uh, um, just didn't work out marriage-wise. Yeah. Um, that was my first marriage, my second marriage with my wife, which will be my last marriage because <laughs> um, I love her to death. She's amazing. Um yeah, we, we, we separated, and so it, it made that move a little easier for me. Right. We also had a daughter, which made it really hard. Right. But I knew to be the man that my daughter needed me to be, I needed to pursue a better life. Right. And now I'm a, I would say I'm a, an amazing dad to her, and she loves me. 
That's great. So it'll work out. So you came here in 2007, and, and how was your health when you came in in 2007? I felt amazing. And I was younger then. I think I was 26, maybe. I'm 39 now. So uh, I felt amazing recently out of the military. So I, I still had all that vim and vigor, as you describe. Right. You know, if you want that back, you know, I, I had it. And over the next, so from 2007 to 2010, I began to lose it. I started to put on a little weight, a little weight, a little weight, become more and more lethargic. I blamed it on the fact that I worked from home or had a remote job kind of thing. You know, I, I ran my own business and I always worked from home. And I just blamed lifestyle. I didn't blame my health and hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's that I later discovered in 2013 when I was diagnosed. So... So over that time, so I lost. you ended up, so you ended up seeing a conventional doctor, mm-hmm. and the reason was is because you were gaining weight, you had low energy, you weren't thinking well, you knew something was wrong. I felt like I had this ten pound headband right here, and my eyes always felt, and I always felt swollen, I always felt just cloudy, you know, foggy, cloudy, and uh, I never really. I just thought I was burnt out. I so, thought I was working too hard. And you were 30 years old. Yeah, in, those, 30, in that range. Yeah. 30, 32. Okay, so what were you doing to keep your energy up? Were you pushing coffee? Red Bulls? No Red Bulls. Um, maybe. I think maybe. Uh, I became more educated about Red Bulls to not do those. <laughs> I think I might even be using, like, hydroxycut for, um, to speed up your heart for right. losing weight. Think, you know, doing stuff that you probably shouldn't put in your body. Probably drank too many coffees. Probably didn't have the best uh, health because of my diet, things like that. So, so when you saw this conventional doctor in 2013, he diagnosed you with hypothyroidism. That's right. And Hashimoto's thyroiditis. That's right. By the way, Hashimoto's thyroiditis is autoimmune thyroiditis. That's where an individual makes antibodies to their thyroid gland. And that's a common problem we see here at the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. And so Adam had that problem. So when when he told you this, what was his solution? Medicine. Okay. A diet change. Okay. I think that was really all that was prescribed to me. So I look back in your records and I see that he had put you on some levothroid or levothyroxine, mm-hmm. which is a T4 preparation. T4 is the inactive thyroid hormone. It's the preparation, it or synthroid. Synthroid, levothroid, levoxyl are the all T4 preparations. T4 means it's a thyroid molecule with four iodine atoms attached to it. That's the inactive thyroid hormone your body makes and my body makes from our thyroid gland, inactive thyroid hormone T4. It has to enter the cell. In the cell, it's converted to T3, a thyroid molecule with three iodine atoms. That's the active thyroid hormone. So your thyroid was low in your blood. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, I... <clears throat> I saw what your blood was initially when you came in, and that's about the second lowest thyroid level I've seen, the highest TSH level. TSH is thyroid-stimulating hormone. It comes from the pituitary gland in the brain. It reads your thyroid. If you're not making enough thyroid, the pituitary gland starts to stimulate using a hormone, thyroid-stimulating hormone. It It secretes a hormone to stimulate the thyroid gland. The higher the hormone is, the more sluggish the gland is. And you had a very high level of that, which indicated that you had a very, very sluggish, basically almost non-functioning mm-hmm. thyroid gland. I've only seen one higher than that. And so that 
that's pretty profound. That's terrible that I'm that I'm number two in your list of, of, uh, of we've, worst we've, cases. Yeah, and we've and we've looked at probably thirty one thousand TSH. Wow. Our thyroid studies and our so guests. 31,000. And you're, you're 998 or 30,998 30, was me. Yeah, that's right. Which is, And now the <laughs> thyroid gland is in the neck. It governs your metabolism. It secretes thyroid hormones, T4 primarily, a yes. little bit of T3. But the T4, as I mentioned, has to get into the cell and be converted to T3. There in the cell, the thyroid hormone activates the power plant. The power plants are in all your cells. They're called mitochondria. Some cells have one. Some cells have numerous mitochondria. The mitochondria then is activated by the thyroid hormone, and it produces electrical energy so you can drive all the biochemical processes in your cells, and then the organs work and function. If you don't have enough thyroid in your cells, your metabolism is going to be sluggish and slow, and yours was basically extremely slow because you gained how much weight over what your ideal body weight had been? A lot. Uh, embarrassingly, I don't know, 80 pounds. Okay, more. So I, that should probably be in the 200 range. Okay, so when you, I came here, I was 305. Okay, so you gained at least at least 80 to 100 pounds mm-hmm. over your... What was your plan? 80 sounds better to me. Yeah. 100, 100 well, what more was, true. What was, your, what was your weight in high school? Oh, my gosh. I was skinny. You know, I was... Yeah. I was. So this was a big change. So yeah. from high school, it may have been 120 pounds over what your high school 145, maybe 120. Yeah. I mean, I was fit. You, I was thin. I were, you know, I was active. So this, this is what happens when our metabolism declines, no matter what you, what you do. Even if you eat right, you gain weight. If you eat poorly, you're going to gain a lot of weight. And, of course, that can lead to a host of health problems, high blood pressure, diabetes. I don't know. Did you have any of those problems at any time? Let's talk about that because um, I'm really excited about my latest lab results. Yeah, well, I'm looking. Reversed some things, many yeah, things. Right. Well, Fatty I'm, liver was reversed. Well, and that's very common when you have when you have weight gain like that, particularly with low thyroidism. Your metabolism goes down, your weight goes up. Tell me, what was your energy level when you came in to see us? On a scale of zero to ten, ten being brimming with energy, zero no energy. How would you rate your energy level? At May, that time? Maybe a two, maybe on a good day. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Okay. I was I was I would consider it as close to rock bottom as somebody can get. Okay, so and you were on it. Uh, you had been placed on by your physician 150 micrograms of levothyroid. That's right, and that would be equivalent to about three grains, and so. Had that made any difference? Clearly not. No. I mean, I would say I think that I was just getting by. You know, I. I so when you talked to you, what did you tell your doctor when you said, I mean, when he when the you last, went back for uh, The last visit I had with him, um, we were dealing with pre-diabetic stuff, which was a result of thyroid stuff. Right. You know, all these things are connected, as you know. And what really clinched it for me, and, and he, he probably is an amazing doctor. He has decent bedside manner. Every doctor is different. But he said something to me that made me never want to go back again. And what he said to me was, if you come back here in three months with the same or worse results lab-wise, I'm going to diagnose you as a diabetic and treat you like a diabetic. And maybe that was truth. That's not how you deliver it. Maybe uh, it, it, really, it really stung. And I was like, it's time to call Dr. Oatsy because um, we've known about you and your clinic for years. And I, I've become more and more aware of functional medicine and 
treating your body naturally and holistically. Right. And I know that this doctor was on that path, but not like you are. Like there isn't that's your center of gravity. Right. Here, you know, is functional medicine, holistic approaches, natural approaches. And I knew that if anybody could help me, if I was that low and I could only go up, it would be only up here because I just knew I wasn't getting that kind of treatment elsewhere. Right. It was terrible. So you ended up coming in and you saw Dr. Ellsworth. Let me just ask you, what was the difference in the way Dr. Ellsworth approached you as a patient as compared to what you've experienced in the past? I would say uh, my time with Dr. Ellsworth, I was cloudy. So it was a different time. So I'm, I'm trying to remember all that I can. I was very low energy. He had a lot of good energy. Um, he spoke to me kindly. He seemed very patient. He didn't seem like he was in a rush to go somewhere else. He seemed like he was purposeful in his time with me, like like I had his full attention. And I understand your doctors are very busy and they have other patients to see, but I felt like like he was my partner. I felt like he was going to be my partner. Like the initial, like if I look back on that moment, it was like this guy could be my partner, you know, in my health. And that's what I needed. Sure. You know. So that was... Four months ago. Yeah. And so he started you on, you know, he did some initial blood work, which really, really revealed how significantly hypothyroid you were. I told you. He called me. Yeah. yeah. He had to, he called me on the phone and spoke with me for about 30 minutes and walked me through how serious it was. Like he, if if I was your second worst case, I may be his first (laughs) worst case. You would have been. Because he called me and I can tell in his voice that. Whatever this man was telling me, this doctor was telling me, all I could say was, yes, sir, I understand. Thank you so much. And he laid it all out for me. He said, this is very serious. we gotta, we got to attack this the right way. And uh, I came back in and got some detox stuff for fatty liver-related stuff. Um, I think maybe one other thing he added to it, but he kind of fine-tuned my thyroid intake as well and said, we really need to treat this differently because my first visit was we didn't have the lab results. Right. You know? So we had to wait to get those. And so it was like a week after my first visit, he'd give me this phone call. And I could just tell in his voice that this is one of those calls you get from a doctor that you take very seriously. Well, and I know he was concerned about it by looking at the blood work. And it was pretty prof- you were profoundly hypothyroid. And hypothyroidism, people die from hypothyroidism. In sta- and it doesn't happen overnight. It's, it's a slow death. People go into what we call myxedema, and then they go into myxedema coma. But, you know, I would say another year or so going on like that, if you never got that corrected, sir, it would have been it would have been a completely different story. I felt like days, honestly. If if your diagnosis is years, I'd be surprised. I felt like I was weeks, like, weeks, weeks away, away from, from within away. Yeah, I mean, I it went so fast that um, – that I just uh, I, I just uh, was in a bad situation. Well, looking at it, I know why your previous doctor said he's going to treat you for for diabetes because you had elevated yeah you had elevated blood sugar, your uh, you had significantly elevated cholesterol. I don't worry about cholesterol primarily because I know heart disease is caused by inflammation and cholesterol is a band aid for it. But when we looked at your cholesterol, when routinely they like it to be somewhere in the neighborhood of under 200 yours was 369 Mm -hmm. tell them the number it is now though well when you came back you will talk about that i'm gonna (laughs) gonna come back on that and that's Uh, i don't want to fast forward it's really it's really amazing 
extremely elevated triglyceride, another type of fat that comes from high, from low metabolism, high carbohydrate intake. So you had a, your bad cholesterol was off the charts. It was, and you, of course, your thyroid was totally out of whack, and your testosterone level was in the gutter. For a man your age, it was in the gutter. So you had, looking at your lab, you had a lot of indications in your lab that your metabolism was not functioning right. So I know Dr. Ellsworth put you on some thyroid that contained the active thyroid ingredient, yes. T3, and we have slow, gradually bumped you up on that. So now that, so now you're taking equivalent to about three and a half grains of thyroid. And tell me the difference in the current thyroid preparation that we're giving you that's compounded here at the Hochi Health and Wellness Center compared to the medication that you were taking, the Levertory. What difference can you tell? I think the results are one in my labs, but I think my energy level in terms of just clarity, brain fog, I do not have that 10-pound headband anymore. It's gone. I feel like, uh, you know, energy level 11. I think that... Well, it's going to be better than that because you, you're you still... We're bumping up your thyroid, and so we, you even bumped it up. And so what we do on, on a, any case, an individual, particularly in a case like this, we gradually increase that thyroid <clears throat> preparation until we get to the level that you're really, your metabolism is popping and sizzling. And so you're getting close to that level uh, clinically, and you're also getting close to it based upon your blood work, but we're going to follow that very closely. Okay. And over the next several months, you're going to have increased that, and that is going to increase your metabolism, which means if you eat correctly, which you obviously are doing, your weight is going to continue to decline mm-hmm. to get to more of an ideal body weight. Now, in the last approximately four months, how much weight have you been able to lose? To this date, 45 pounds. Now, that's significant. That's over. I've never lost that much weight in that amount of time, in, it, in a long time, if at all. And I know that you changed your eating habits as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, we're doing the ketogenic diet. Right. Um Dr. Ellsworth taught me about intermittent fasting. He recommended a book via his blog. Um, it's the complete guide, as the, the complete guide to intermittent fasting, or the complete guide to fasting, by Dr. Fung. Amazing book. Taught me all I needed to know. Gave me all the necessary power to be able to intermittent fast. And so, and so between when you keto intermittent, and intermittent fast, fast, tell me how you how you how are you intermittent fast? How are you accomplishing or achieving inter- intermittent fasting? Um, for me, I found that uh, the 24-1 or the 23-1 ratio was, was what worked for me, where I don't eat for 23 hours and I eat for one in a day. So my work habits in life and stuff like that just works out between 5 and 6 p.m. is my eating window. I don't eat after 7 p.m. or Actually, it's between 5 and 7 or 6 and 7. I kind of let it slide a little bit. But basically between 22 hours of fasting or 23 hours of fasting and either one or two hours of time to eat. So... I fast every single day, and I won't eat until later tonight at uh, 5, maybe 6 o'clock. Well, this is what I do. I do intermittent fasting as well, and usually at least five days a week, I, I eat just one meal a day, and that's an evening meal. I usually have bulletproof coffee in the morning, so I'll have yes, sir. a cup of coffee, and I'll put some whole cream in it because I want to get good fat into my body, and I'll drink a glass of uh Beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is a ketone mix, and I mix that with water, and I take my hormones and vitamins in the morning. You know, I take so many vitamins, it's like a meal in itself. Yeah. But 
and then I don't eat don't eat I don't eat breakfast, don't eat lunch, and then I'll have dinner. So it's a, I'm on a ketogenic eating program that way, intermittent fasting, and I'm down to about my playing weight in high school. Maybe I'm up about eight or ten pounds over that. I was 167, so I'll run about 175, 177. But you've lost 45 pounds and continue to lose weight, and that's because you've adopted the eating program. I like to tell individuals, even if you have low thyroid and we treat you with thyroid, doesn't mean you can eat anything you want to eat. No. You've got to still eat clean. And so the program that we use is a ketogenic eating program, which stresses good oils and good fats. We eat eggs. We can eat bacon. We can have butter. We can have avocados and cheeses. Fish oil, olive oil, coconut oil, healthy salad. I put on my salads olive oil and balsamic vinegar. That's what I put on, and I have chopped bacon. I have chopped uh, uh, spinach, chopped broccoli, chopped uh, pecans, and I put on four raspberry raspberries on that, and then I, I mix that up. That's what I have every day. That's my salad every day. My wife may change it up a little bit. When I'm out to eat, that's what I eat every day. <laughs> and then I have good, healthy greens, which are steamed spinach, steamed broccoli, steamed asparagus, steamed kale, steamed Brussels sprouts. I'll use whole butter, drawn butter, or clar- uh, clarified butter on it. And then I'll have a little bit of meat, maybe three or four ounces. That's it. And I, I'm full. Yeah, I'm full with that. But that's a healthy way to eat. And, you know, Adam, I, I looked at our dog. My dog's named Winston Churchill. Okay. He's a four-year-old four-and-a-half-year, no, he's four-year-old uh, silver lamb, silver Labrador retriever, which is an English-type dog. It's bred originally in England. And he eats one meal a day. I asked Janie how often do you feed him, and he, she feeds him dried bison meat every day in the morning, four or five scoops. He's thin and trim, doesn't eat anything else. For, she doesn't feed him the rest of the day. He's thin, he's trim, and he looks good. Now, a lot of people feed their pets a grain-fed diet, and mm-hmm. the pets get big and fat just like human beings do yeah. because they're eating a lot of grain products. And remember the grains, wheat, corn, and then potatoes and rice are all carbohydrates, which are starches that are sugar molecules hooked together. And as soon as you put them in your body, they break into sugar. That raises your insulin level. You drive some of the uh, sugar into the cells to burn in the mitochondria's energy. The excess is then driven by the by the uh, insulin into fat. And then as you eat higher and high, more and more carbohydrates, you get higher levels of sugar, and your insulin becomes resistant. Your cells become resistant to insulin, so now you're driving it all into fat. The next thing you know, you got pre-diabetic syndrome, and you've got high blood pressure and diabetes, mm-hmm. and you're on a host of medications. So this is what happens when you're on a simple carbohydrate diet, which most Americans get 70% of their calories from the simple carbs, grain, the grain wheat products, and corn and potatoes and rice products. This is where they're getting their their calories. And we can look around society and see that that's the case because 70 to 75 people, percent of the people are overweight. About half of those, which is 35% of the population, are obese. And that comes with a host of health problems as you mature in age, everything from heart disease caused by high blood pressure, kidney disorders, strokes, Alzheimer's disease, a whole host Mm -hmm. of disorders are caused by being overweight. And this is something that's correctable. 
And I give you, Adam, the credit. Not only did you come in and take charge of your health, but you took your medication and then you got on your healthy eating program. Yes. And that's made a difference. Now, so you say on a scale of 0 to 10, you feel like you're at least a 10 or 11 right now. You're I'd gonna, say. You're going to feel much better, and you're continuing on the program, right? Yes. And now, what kind of difference has it made in your work? Oh, I'm driven now. I mean, I, I've always been driven by my desires. Right. But my energy level to match that desire hadn't always been there, you know? So whenever you feel, and I'm an entrepreneur, so I, I feel like uh, there's never an obstacle you know, it's always like, how can I get around it? How can I get under it? How can I get through it? Right. How can I break it down? You know, it's I always try to find a way through whatever it is. So I feel like now my desires and my energy levels are in sync, whereas before one was always lagging. You know, I could never really match. I had desires, but I couldn't follow through. I couldn't meet those challenges, not because I wasn't capable, because I just literally body-wise couldn't match what my brain wanted to do right. in those moments. And part of this was not only the low thyroid, which governs every, the thyroid governs your body's energy production, so it affects every cell in your body. So when we looked at your male hormone level, it was in the gutter at 39. Yeah. I mean, in the gutter. Yes. yes. And so we preach push, it. That's we the push truth. You, we put you on testosterone. Now, testosterone is very important for brain function. It affects your initiative your assertiveness, your sense of self-confidence, your mood, your goal orientation, mm -hmm. your drive. Yeah, your I felt very submissive in, in my numbers. I felt very just defeated, right. I would say. Well, that's because you, you did, the reason you didn't have that drive is you were lacking the testosterone you needed, so we started you on that, and that's made a difference. Now, let me ask you this. Can we, can we pause for, there, sure. for a second? My previous doctor, who we mentioned before, a uh, conventional doctor, told me, yeah, th your, your testosterone is important, but not as important as these other things. So he, he never it was never, it. he wanted to find a way to, but it never seemed approachable. It never seemed like, he's like, oh, that can keep going lower and you don't have to worry about it. In 10 years, maybe you have to worry about it. So it seemed as if he was blase about it or not that concerned. So naturally, I trust my doctor. I should be not that concerned about it. So it was never the issue that we we really try to face. Here's what I like to tell people. This is going to sound like a medical heretic. Don't trust your doctor. Educate yourself. Undoctor yourself. I agree yourself. with that. Get yourself on the website. Go on the internet. There's a wealth of information. You can get public. You uh, you can go to uh, PubMed and you can read every article doctors don't read about all the natural approaches to health, the studies that have been done on the on the benefits of all the natural. Uh, vitamins and minerals and the natural hormones. There have been tens, hundreds of thousands of studies done that you can look at. You can educate yourself so you can question your doctor. I always believe that you should do this. Whenever your doctor tells you something, ask him why. If he gives you a diagnosis, say, why do I have it? What's causing the problem? Yeah. Don't let him just label you. Take charge of your health. That means educate yourself. Now, I know that it's easier to go to someone who's in the discipline. You know, if you, if, if you had got a car problem, you could learn about cars, but you're not a mechanic and you may not want to do that, but you ought to learn enough about your body so that you're conversant. So when your doctor tries to put, put you on all this pharmaceutical medication, which are toxins, which are poisons, and which make you sicker or quicker, you can ask him questions why. You can go look up the side effects to these various drugs and you can... You can make sure you find a physician who is in alignment 
with your belief about natural approaches to health. Now, the conventional medical doctors are not going to like that, but that's just the case, and that's what we encourage you. Well, listen, Adam, I want to congratulate you Thank for you, doing sir. a 180 and taking charge of your health, and you're on the path of health and wellness. Yes, sir. And you've really made a life-changing, transforming health experience. Yes, sir. Think where you'd be if you hadn't been come in. I, I don't. I don't want to think about yeah. that. I think only about where we're at now and where we're going to go. That's great. So if if you're sick and tired yourself of being sick and tired and can't get answers from your doctors and you want a life-changing, transforming health experience, and don't hesitate to give us a call here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. We'll be glad to partner with you and coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally without pharmaceutical drugs. Thank you for joining us. Don't hesitate to give us a call at 281 281- Six nine eight eight six nine eight. We'll be glad to serve you. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.